check, check. Mic check. Show presented by Maxis Tires, 100% goggles, decal works, get data, and vertex pistol. On FlipMX.com, taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, January 19th, 11 a.m. We are live. Round two or round three. We'll get to the bottom of that too. Of the uh, Monster Energy Supercross Series is starting up this weekend in San Diego and a new stadium. We are at something called a Snapdragon Stadium, football stadium at uh, SDSU. And uh, yeah, we're moving on from Petco, which I like Petco, but there are a lot of problems with it. Stadium itself is, is awesome. Biggest problem I have is the crappy Padres that play there, but that's another story for another day. 702-586-7857. You want to talk San Diego? You want to talk Supercross Series in general? Anything on your mind, go ahead and uh, and get right to it. Fly Racing, of course. Jason Thomas, Dan Truman joining us on the show today to break it all down. And again, thanks to the folks at Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Get it at motorsport.com or your local dealer. Rion technology in their helmets is something else. And it's across the range. Uh, go to flyracing.com to read about the Rion technology, the Conehead EPS stuff, the different shells available in that Formula helmet that is out and doing big things. So thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. Of course, Justin Brayton, RJ Hampshire, and uh, Jalik Swole, and a lot of guys wearing Fly Racing. And RJ made the podium in Fly Racing gear and in 250 class. So we'll talk about talk 250s and more later on in the show. 702-586-7857. We are giving away to two lucky callers. Set of Fly FR5 boots and a pair of 100% goggles. Yeah, that's right. Boots and goggles. Thank you, Fly. Thank you, 100%. Thank you, Vertex Pistons, Plum Creek Funding, Get Data, Maxis Tires, 100%, and Decal Works all on board with us. The folks at Decal Works stepping up uh, this year on the show, and you know they're on the Pulp Show, and they've done really good things. They have a new code for 23. PulpMX23 is the code to save. DecalMX.com. Use the code PulpMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. They're number one for so many reasons. Factory teams use them as well. Up Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride, upholding the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. They'll design your graphics. They'll work with you. They'll put the logos where you want. They'll do the numbers where you want, all the different fonts and everything. So please check out uh, decalmx.com and, uh, and use the code PulpMX23. To save with those guys, Maxis Tires as well, MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath, used by A-Ray out there. Missed the main event by one spot, Alex Ray did. But uh, he'll be back this weekend in San Diego on his Maxxis tires. Great mountain bike tires, great uh, truck tires as well. Uh, Maxxis.com for more information about those guys. And they do a lot for the sport, uh, a lot of podcasts. Uh, they're on board with my stuff. They're on board with the Swap Moto guys. So if you want to support Maxis in some way, somehow, for supporting the uh, shows that you love, do that. Maxis.com. Go to your local dealer. Uh, taking your calls over there, holding things down. He's back. 
this week. Uh, enjoyed the week off. Still got paid for it, everybody. The Tis Legendary. Tis, what's up? My life is full of moto. Today, going to the race this weekend. I'll be in on the show on Monday. Yeah. It'll just be you're, you're all in, that I can handle. You and Mr. Marks and all yeah. your little buddies are going to San Diego. We're going, yeah. No, Talon didn't get invited, but yeah, yeah. Marks and I are right, going. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. that should be fun. Looking forward to New it. New stadium. We'll see you there, yeah. Yeah, don't go to the old stadium. No, I won't. Yeah, okay. Yep. All right, that's the legendary. 702-586-7857. Give us a call if you want to talk San Diego or more and uh, to talk about that and more with me on the line right now from Get and Athena. It's Dan Truman. What's up, Dan? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for doing this. So, well, first of all, congratulations. Big things with Get. Uh, you guys joined up with Honda HRC. You've been with KTM for a number of years doing the RPM dashboards and such. And you guys are with the Lawrence brothers and, and with Sexton and with Nichols. And you won your first race with Get and Athena. Big things. The Italians making big steps, Dan. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, definitely not going to give them all the credit. So a lot of it came from the U.S. side. <laughs> but, uh, no, they did a great job. Um, all the 250 guys are actually using the ECU, which is huge, not just the RPM dash and stuff like uh, KTM has used in the past. Mm-hmm. So it's it's a big deal uh, for, you know, Japan, to be able to get in with Japan and Honda. They're using the ECU, uh, the launch control. Obviously, Jet spoke about it on the weekend. He made a little mistake. We didn't explain it to him properly uh, in the heat race. Um, but, yeah, they're running our, all of our data stuff, so we were able to see the mistake in the heat race and, and fix it for the main event. So, yeah, it's a huge thing for us as a company. And then, obviously, the 450 guys, they, they continue to use the HRC ECU to help develop new products and things like that for the factory. Um, but, yeah, yeah um, they use some of the products that we make. Big, big, uh, yeah, big step for Honda. They've always been uh, a little step ahead of the OEMs for electronics. So for them to put their faith in GET, it, it says something. Yeah, I mean, we did a test. Uh, we did one in Italy, and we did one, um, <clears throat> a couple actually here in Florida uh, with the riders and with the team, and the team, all the guys from California came, and then some stuff in California. So it's uh, it was quite a process. Obviously, the, you got a you got a lot of boxes to tick off before yeah. you're approved from Honda. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's awesome for us as a company. Um, for me, being close to those guys, it's cool. I mean, I was pretty nervous on the weekend. I, I'm still helping them with a lot of stuff. And I mean, I've been to a lot of races and done a lot of things, but the whole world's on Jet's shoulders, ready, supposed to win. And I'm standing over there, and these little Japanese guys are looking at me like, hey, "Don't mess up, man." <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? No, it's it's so. a it's a big deal. If you want a deal from the folks at Get or Athena, email us using the contact form on publicmex.com. We can get you one of the RX1. Pro ECUs, the SL1 data logger, the uh, launch control, uh, the RPM dashboard thing. We can do all of that um, for you guys to g- give you a, um, a deal with uh, Pulp MX. So thanks, uh, thanks to you guys for listening. And, and Dan, congrats. That's that's a big deal for you guys for sure. Thank you. So, um, all right, new stadium. I loved Petco. I hated the pits. So we're going to a football stadium from a baseball stadium in San Diego. New dirt, I've been told. They scraped the pad out for the Monster Jam, put in new, a new pad, and, and brought in new dirt. And it'll be a football layout, a little smaller stadium. And I'm sad to see Petco go, but outside of the park, everything else kind of sucked, Dan. But we're new, new venue. Yeah, I agree. I mean, being in downtown was awesome. Like, once you were inside the stadium or at the hotel, it was great. But, yeah, the, the walk back and forth to the pits was tough, um, especially for me going back and forth after each practice session and things like that. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I used to love Qualcomm, so that was an awesome stadium. So if it's anything like that, then mm-hmm. I think it'll be great. And I heard the same things you heard about the dirt. I think they have a little bit more dirt. 
so the track will be the track should be pretty good. Yeah, I think it's going to be not you know soupy muddy mess or anything. They've done a good job and felt guys have really stepped up from what I heard and got some new dirt, you know, and put some extra effort into it to make to make this race good. Uh, it's round two, Dan, and I don't want to hear about round three. I don't, I don't want to hear it. It's round two. Feld is calling this round three. Uh, on the AMA sheets, it's listed as round two. I, I don't know, man. Uh, it's, just, it's round two, everybody. That's it. But I, I mean, I heard there was some talk of there would be confusion, but I don't understand. I mean, I guess I don't understand their side of it, of why it needs to be called round three. I think because they would have to rebadge everything, reprint things, you know, do all that. Uh, okay, so Oakland will be round two? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, Feld is calling this round three. And that's insanity to me. I understand, you know, they're going to have to reprint things and redo things and rebadge things and all of that. And that's a, that's a cost and that's an expense. And I get it. But, yeah, it's round two, guys. So <laughs> yeah, round two. That, that, we're just moving on. Um, hey, uh, I guess a couple things. Marvin's going to be out this weekend, maybe longer. Uh, went down over a small double practicing this week. And uh, that's a shame for him. I Someone I talked to said, you know, it could be longer. It could be the whole season. It, it could be bad. The MRI, it, it, you know, they're going to go for that and look at it. And that would be terrible because this is supposed to be his last year. That would be a shitty way to go out. Yeah, for sure. I, I heard a wrist injury, right, or yeah, something like that? Yeah, wrist. Yeah, yeah. bummer for sure. Um, all right, so if Eli can win this one, then he has a two-race win streak. And then when we come to Oakland, now it's a three-race, even though if he loses – I'm so confused there. I'm so confused. Um, no, no, it's not. But I, I, I mean, Eli rode great at the first round. He could definitely win again, right? So one thing I think that we touched on a little bit, and, and by the way, doesn't it seem like Anaheim was so far, so long ago? It's so yeah, I, yeah. I think I tweeted, this feels like Anaheim won all over again. <laughs> it like, kind of does. Like, this is the first race. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, the, the Anaheim one was like a GFI, one of those GFI races we used to have yeah. before the year. Um, sure. But one of the things I think that went a little under the radar was the Yamaha guys' starts, right? The, 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 Eli's always said, look, it's not my start. It's my first lap. I'm very cautious, and I get passed a lot right away in the first few straights, and Dylan's just never got starts. Well, they both kind of got starts, and, th and that'll be interesting to see. I mean, Eli's heat race was good. The main was good. Dylan's, uh, Dylan's was, was better from what we've seen. So if the Yamaha guys can get some starts, uh, they could have some trouble because that was a weakness of theirs. Yeah, I mean, Eli got the two fake starts as well. They did two fake starts instead of one, and Eli got both of those as well. Not that they mean anything, but the mm -hmm. guys do take it serious. So just from the start of the day, Eli's starts were really good. Um, so, yeah, I think that Dylan's weakness was for sure starts in Supercross. Motocross, he won the championship two years ago, and, you know, he has 40, 30 minutes to make up time. Uh, Supercross is a bit different. So, yeah, their starts are good. Man, these guys are in trouble. But I didn't. I don't look too much into the first race, honestly. You know, you look yeah. at Cooper Webb. He got second. He did get second the year before as well. I, I do think this was a better second place, uh, in my opinion. He, he did ride good, but the track was so so tough and difficult. And Eli and Coop kind of stepped up, and they always do when that happens. So yeah. curious to see how the track comes this weekend in a football stadium. I think uh, I think Anderson and Chase will be really good this weekend. Well. So I was going to talk about Webb with you because you had sort of an inside look at Webb's program last year, right? He switched over to Michael Byrne. He uh, broke away from Alden. You were doing some stuff helping him out. And then we all know it all went south and, and he went you know, back to Alden and all that. And you're right. This 
Anaheim won second was much more impressive. And because of his fitness, I thought. I'm not saying that he wasn't doing the work or whatever with Burner. I don't. I'm sure he was. Burner knows his stuff. But I thought the last. I mean, I looked at. I went back and watched the race, and with like four minutes to go, he was like six seconds behind, right? And yep. and Chase clanked the rhythm, so that helped a lot. But still, I think the fitness of Coop was was super impressive. Yeah, and that's what I said. I think that this was a better second place. Um, Last year was tough, right? Coop got second at the first race. He got really sick going into Oakland. Uh, that's where AP shined, if you guys remember that. Uh, Coop was really sick. He went into San Diego. I think he got fourth. He was one point out of the championship, like four races in. But they weren't real impressive rides, right? They were just kind of like mm-hmm. there. Um, I, what I seen from Coop at this A1 was like another a hungry Coop, like when he won those titles. And it was good to see. The track was gnarly. He could cut down in the turns where, where he's really good, jump the whoops. So I am curious to see, though, on you know a more traditional track that doesn't have the wet transitions, if he's still able to, to run that same pace as those front three guys because those guys do seem like they have just a little bit more speed. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And even Coop, we had him on Monday after, the, after Anaheim, and he was like, I said, hey, man, I just I want to see some whoops. Like I saw him in Paris, and I know you guys have made gains. And he agreed with me. He's like, yeah, yeah, I, I, you know, I'm interested too once we get into real whoops. So – you know, we didn't have those in Anaheim one. So Coop, Coop is with all of us and just waiting. But he is—he yeah. does seem happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I think he is. I mean, I definitely think they made improvements on the bike, right? Uh, last year was a new bike. The team's made a lot of improvements on that. And, I mean, not to switch gears, but I think Max Bolin was maybe the most impressive guy for me all weekend. And I think they made improvements on the bike again for him and things like that. So, um, overall, I think it's a better – better for those guys this year yeah did you hear much about the improvements and what things that they've done i mean from what i understand i mean when what coop was saying they, they threw the kitchen sink at it and and ian harrison did an interview said they brought over some moto gp um data stuff so uh yeah it sounds like they really went to work yeah i mean i know some internal stuff but i mean yeah for the most part it's everything i, I mean i think they tried everything they could try uh you know roger did an interview saying he let the riders kind of go the wrong way last year just letting them try things that they wanted to try but, uh, yeah, I think they did a good job. They brought some guys over from Europe, it sounded like. They did some tests in Florida, some in California. And, yeah, I think they changed everything from clamps to engine to everything you could change on the bike they, they tried. So. And, it, and like you said, he Coop was cutting down those two turns by the triples, the two triples. Yeah. Cut, cut, cut. He was back and to that, doing and that. And that's where yeah. and when tracks get like that, Coop's the best, right? Even I think it was San Diego last year or the year before when AC was winning till the last lap or so. And, and Coop was just so good at that kind of stuff. And, you know, I think when we have races like that, he'll be on the podium for sure. Who else caught your eye? Like you mentioned Max Voland. Uh, who else caught your eyes underneath the radar a little bit? Like what did you think of AP and Max? And uh, I thought those guys were all sort of had their impressive moments. Yeah, I mean, uh, in the 250 class, Enzo Lopes, uh, his speed surprised me. I know Phil's told us that he's been fast, but he was fast all day, mm-hmm. uh, every time on the track. So I, I was pretty impressed with Enzo's speed. Um, for the rest of the guys, RJ, Cam, I mean, I expected them to be there. Jet, right. uh, all that was kind of the same. Max Bowl would be the next guy. I was a little disappointed in Levi Kitchen. Uh, I thought he would be better. I thought mm-hmm. Styles would be a little bit better, just from what I've heard preseason. And then in the 450 class, I mean, it was kind of all the same guys, right? I mean, at one point, there was like nine guys in our train. Um, Colt's result was impressive, the sixth, but I still think, unfortunately, Colt was like the 12th best guy in the race. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think he did great. He did what he needed to do for his first race, go out and get a, a top seven or, or whatever it was, but I don't think – 
that he was a sixth place speed guy. You know, yeah. kind of Christian Craig, Anderson, Barsha, Mookie. They all kind of had a little bit more speed. So, yeah, uh, you want to talk about who's going to be benefit from this break? Craig is one guy. He was not feeling right that whole <clears throat> night after the crash. And yeah, he had yeah. a tough crash, and I didn't even see it. I think he went to jump the whoops, actually, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Which is uh, strange. Hey, so Adam Cincirillo, really low-key all off-season, and you know, I think he had a few more cleanup surgeries, right, to get rid of the numbness and stuff, and I don't think he's back to 100%. I, I think he still has some issues, and he's been low-key, and he's been under, uh, you know, saying the right things about building and finishing and, and all of that, and I don't I didn't see any raw speed from Adam that we'd normally have seen. Uh, the heat race was good. But uh, what would you make? What would you make of his ride? Like, I, I think – like, I talked to him after the race, and he seemed fine, and I think it's fine. But, yeah, maybe some Adam fans are like, hey, where's my guy's uh, explosiveness? Yeah, I mean, in the past, Adam, we've seen him go P1 or something like that. But i seen a mature Adam, really, kind of just not trying to go P1 and then and then make mistakes and go to the back. I mean, he had a – crazy save in the first turn or going down the start yeah. straightaway, which probably <laughs> yeah. didn't help the main event at all. I mean, he just almost did exactly what Forkner did. So um, I think Adam's going to slot right in there. I, I don't really see him running the top three guys right now. Mm-hmm. I just I think he's been off for a while. And, and, and for me, I still think Jason chase and eli are the best three like just raw speed yeah and i think i think adam's a six to eight place guy right now and um yeah and that's nothing about it nothing not saying anything bad about adam can he win of course i just mm-hmm. think that that's where he slots in right now until we get going a little bit more right yeah i think you're probably right and and i really think he wants to complete a season i think he wants to finish 17 and yeah he, i mean yeah. just mentally and, and physically and Everything else, I mean, <clears throat> I think he really needs to. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, our lines are full, Dan. Let's uh, let's get to them. Uh, first up, it's Daniel on two. Daniel, what's up, man? How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? Good. Uh, my question is, uh, what's your honest opinion about Mumford going to Pro Circuit, and what do you think his highest high is going to be, like, with his team? Well, uh, he's injured. He's coming back from injury, so it might start slow. He's going to pick it back up at Oakland, which is round three, of course, uh, round two, I should say. Um, but uh, what do you think, Dan? What, what, what do you think about Mumford getting the fill-in, and how's he going to do? I mean, for me, preseason before Mumford's crash, we were all talking like he looked very improved, right? He was putting in the work. He built this crazy supercross track with a lot of whoops, and I felt like he was doing the work. It was very unfortunate to see his injury. I don't. I think the Bar X guys have a really good bike, um, but I think the Pro Circuit team and what comes with it mentally of be around of being around those guys and Mitch is going to really boost them. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all at Oakland if if Mumford's like sixth or seventh, and then he gets some top fives at the end of the year. Um, you got to assume he's going to be right with yeah. Enzo and Max and those guys, right? So. Does he win a race? No, I don't think so, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he's right behind Cam and RJ and those guys, fourth, fifth, sixth. Yeah, I think I'm with uh, I'm with Dan there, Daniel, on that. I think that's where, he, where he's yeah. at, you know? Yeah, I didn't really honestly have like an idea where he can fit in with the whole top factory riders. Um, I know with Jet and RJ there, it's really hard for him to get a win. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, but I just really – I honestly think he can get a podium maybe. Yeah. A good third. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, I agree. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, he, you know, he's, and I know Mumphy pretty well, and, 
you know, he's never been happy about his bikes, either at Michael Lindsay's team or at Bar X. And, you know, he's always been like, oh, the factory guys do this and that. And, and so and he, I think he's right. I think the factory bikes are better than the bikes that he's ridden on. And I get that. But he's always had like, I don't know, he's always been like, I can't do this stuff without a factory bike because he comes from the Geico and he kind of knows yeah. Or and that's where that's where I said the mental side of it. Yeah. You're on, now you're on pro circuit, and they're just like star or the top teams. Like, okay, you're here now. You have all the tools to win. So now it's up to you. Yeah. And yeah. I th- I think that will help him. You know, he was telling me he was complaining, not complaining, but he was lamenting the lack of rides and this and that in the off season. And I told him, pull a McAdoo, man. I said, get a bike you're comfy on. Get, uh, do what you want as a privateer. There'll be a fill-in spot if you're if believe in yourself and and don't sign a contract and you'll get a fill-in ride. I told him that, but then I didn't realize that because his dad has something to do with that team, he was able to yeah. break that Bar X deal pretty easy. So Yeah, you know, for sure. But Yeah, I mean, same thing Sabachi's doing, honestly. And yeah. we all told Joey that, you know, instead of going to a team where he's unhappy and just getting mediocre results, and Joey didn't exactly crush it, but he, he Joey will do well. Joey will get top tens in the next few weeks, and, and he'll be up there just because he's happy and he's on a good bike. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. No, there's something to that for sure. Uh, Brain, what's up, man? How are you? Good morning. Slash afternoon, guys. Hope you're well. Hey, so I was curious. So with the new stadiums, I know obviously this one, like this one this weekend, have either of you heard uh, rumblings from Feld of, of concern uh, with the new stadiums because of <clears throat> maybe pricing themselves out or uh, parking situations? You know, Oakland's not going to be around forever. I mean, that's a dump. But, you know, and I've heard that – I've never been to these two, but I've heard that the lack of pits in Indian Detroit really, really mess with the atmosphere of those places. And being here in Atlanta, I mean, I assume we're getting priced out of Mercedes-Benz Stadium, that and the crime. So I'm just curious if, if Feld is, is wondering about this. Because maybe because Nashville is now building a new retractable roof stadium as well to try to get Super Bowls and SEC championships. I think Feld uh, – a huge thing for Feld is the pit party. If they can't do mm-hmm. that, they don't want to go there. Uh, Dan? Yeah, um, I think Detroit's the only stadium we go to without a pit party. Obviously, Indy struggles at times because of the weather, which you can't control. But um, the Indy crowd is always really good. So, yeah, Steve's right on that. The pit party is huge. But to answer your kind of your question, yeah, I think they are getting priced out of some of these stadiums. I've heard or I know they've had meetings with Las Vegas, the new stadium, and why we don't go back there yet. And I think there's some crazy prices for putting dirt on their floor. Uh, I think World Supercross at one point was trying to go there also, and then they realized that, you know, it just doesn't make sense financially. So um, I know they have a whole team of people. Feld does. They travel around to other stadiums. I've seen them visit some stadiums that we've never raced at, and I think they're trying to get other venues. I just think that it's, I mean, from us looking from the outside in, it seems easy, but I think it's really hard. Yeah, and you've got to work with the schedule, right? The schedule yeah, has to work. Yeah. Uh, so many things have to come together. Um, where where you can store dirt, you know, all that stuff, because they store the dirt at these venues. Yeah, so. I, I like the yeah, I like the speedway tracks down in Atlanta. I like that stuff. I like the track oh, itself, yeah. but everything else is a dump. It sucks. Yeah, because um, because you know you see Minneapolis, you know, every few years or other year, and Seattle every other year, few years, Houston every other year, few years. So mm-hmm. I just was wondering if if you're just if if they're almost just having to budget it to budget in order to in order to make things work. Yeah, I, I would think so, Dan. Dan Dan agrees, right? Yeah. yeah, they rotate certain stadiums. Tampa will be in one year; it'll be out the next. And same with Monster Jam. You know, they they rent these venues for multiple weeks. You know, Monster Jam was at San Diego. 
um, last week, and they'll keep the dirt in there, and they can rent the stadium for an X amount of time. So there's a lot of logistics to it for sure. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the call, man. All Thank right. you. Thanks, right. boys. Thanks. Appreciate it. That's uh, that's brain. Uh, let's go to Cody on five. Cody, what's up, man? What's your question for Dan Truman? Yeah, hey, um, so Cooper Webb brought this up on the Pulp Show a couple weeks ago, but with the whole Super Motocross thing, uh, he he mentioned that he had to, he had a deal, I think, signed, and then had, it kind of got torn up because of that. So did all riders basically go through that with having to renegotiate deals? Like, how did that work with even existing deals? Yeah, it's a good question, Dan. Coop, Coop, I said, you're Supercross only for this year, and he said, no, once they put the SMX thing in, you know, I, I committed to the whole thing because he wants to, to do that. And, I mean, he can get in with a win, but he's kind of hedging his bets that he doesn't win, and then he can get in via the points, right? Um, yeah. But, what, well, Dan, what would you hear about that? Because I imagine it's kind of like the Triple Crown things where existing agreements are in place and it's a negotiation. Yeah, on a, from my understanding on existing contracts, there's almost an addendum added. Um, basically, like, okay, you know, we're going to say, okay, these races are added, these bonuses will extend, that kind of stuff. Um, like with our contract with our teams, which aren't the same as the riders, we extended them through super motocross, bonuses, things like that. So um, I'm assuming that they had to do the same thing. I don't think they would have rewritten the entire contract. Salaries would have stayed the same, all that stuff, because really it's only two more races. They took one outdoor away, added three super motocross races. Mm-hmm. So I think it was more just an addendum added. Uh, in Coop's case, he was on like a one-year supercross-only deal, so his his may be different, but say for a guy mm-hmm. like Jet Lawrence, he's under a current contract. They're just going to add an addendum. Jet can ride 250 or 450 for super motocross. Yeah, I think uh, hmm. I think uh, you know, like everything, it's a negotiation, right? So you either just carry the carry the um, the win bonuses over, and uh, and say you're going to do two more races for us, and everybody agrees. I mean, nobody's going to say no, you know. So, so are the are the uh, the win bonuses? Is that pretty much the same as like a Supercross race for those last couple? I would think so. Yeah, I would think the same, Dan. Right? Yeah. I don't think there'd be. Yeah, any from issue. everything from everything I've heard, uh, there are some riders that obviously like Jed and guys that will switch from 250 to 450 or 450 to 250 like Craig has done in previous years. So they will change. 450 wins are different than 250 wins. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all just done per team, per rider. There's not like a set in stone like, hey, we're doing this or we're doing that. Cool. Hmm. Thanks, Cody. Okay. Thank right. you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, that's, it's definitely going to um, add a lot to it. Uh, David's on four. David, what's going on? You got an Alden Baker question. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. So I was listening to uh, Monday night uh, to Alden Baker on there, and he's, he's a really interesting guy, and obviously he took things to another level. Did you find it a little bit unusual that he did not seem to want to talk about Stu? Mm. Because you asked him for yeah. a question. You asked him for a, a story, and he immediately went to Villapoto. Do you yeah. think there's something to that, or is that no, just? No, maybe he misheard the caller or something, but he, he's talked about Stu before. Like, he's – He's okay. yeah. I, I feel like publicly he's talked about Stu and some stories, and you know he did get around to the fact that James didn't show up that one time and then was in Miami. That's um, true. Yeah. Um, so he did get around to it. Uh, I I I don't think he heard the question right or something because I yes I was okay. also like wait what Villapoto huh? We, the question was about Stu, but I let him go right. Um, so yeah. no, I don't think there was anything to that. I really don't. So, okay. Well, right. he's, yeah. As usual, very interesting. Yeah, he's he's a he's a smart guy, an interesting guy to talk to. Thanks, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Fly Race and Moto Sixty Show. Vertex Pistons Plum Creek Funding. Get Maxis hundred percent decal works all on board with us. Yeah, Dan. We asked him for some stories, Alden, and he said that James got out of training one day. One day he just didn't show, 
I thought there'd be more. Alden said just one day. And then he called him, and James was like, hey, man, I just, I just got to clear my head a little bit. I'm not, not into it today, and I'm on my way to Miami. <laughs> <laughs> and Alden's like, all right, man. Sounds, sounds good. Yeah, I mean that that time James was hanging around some very famous people, you know, from other industries and stuff. So I could definitely see that being one of those weekends where they were just like, "Yeah, let's yeah. go to Miami." Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to Miami. Uh, Tyler's on too, but Ken Roxon. Tyler, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Good. What's your question? So my question. Uh, so let's say Ken Roxon has a successful season with Suzuki and the Twisted T guys. Do we see Suzuki revamping and coming out with a new motorcycle within the next couple of years because of the you know recent what's the, the buzz with Ken and Suzuki? Uh, I don't, Dan. Do you think this jump starts uh, kick starts Suzuki? I don't think so. I mean, to be fair, they won the MotoGP championship and then they announced that they were getting out of it. You know, so it's. There's no bigger two sports champion, two wheel sports championship than that, and I just don't see it. It doesn't seem like Suzuki Japan is is they're even backing Ken that much, really, right? It sounds like everything's coming from the U.S. side. Uh, I heard they stepped up with some more parts and some more money, but yeah, it's not like a massive effort, right? They just yeah, they're but doing more. I mean, if you look at his bikes, he doesn't have like the you know we used to always have the same hubs and clutch mm-hmm. perches and foot pegs and all the parts that came from Japan, and he yeah. doesn't have any. He doesn't have any of that stuff. No, no. I so think maybe they stepped up with OEM parts or yeah. and money, yes, but I don't think the R and D side is there. I, and and that, that's just my opinion. I don't know. Yeah, Michael Lindsay told me a new bike is coming, and then I asked somebody who from Suzuki and they're like huh nothing's coming and I'm like, I mean okay. we've seen new bikes which is crazy I mean years ago I remember a bike showed up at our factory that, that we because we worked with Suzuki and stuff and they're like yeah this is going to be like the 23 bike or 22 bike back then right and we're like oh cool you know electric start all that stuff so I mean they have bikes but they don't I mean obviously they don't want to put them out yeah yeah no so I don't I don't see this happening Tyler I don't see you know a big push so um, yeah, just curiosity. Yeah, no worries. Hey, do you want a pair of 100% goggles or the fly boots? I'll take the boots. Take the boots? All right, fly. FR5 boots. Stay on hold, all right? All right, thank you. All right, thanks to the folks at Fly Racing. Can you believe that uh, the guys at JT, JT and the guys at Fly Dan give away some boots today? Like, Jesus. That's Yeah, like, I was like, what? Did you say boots? Boots, like, that's dude. awesome. Yeah, that's great. Um, all right, call three for, uh, for Dan is Jacob. Jacob, what's up, man? Hey, how you guys doing today? Good. What's your question? So, with this break in the rounds, I was just curious. I mean, do they do these riders put their mentality as if it's A1 2.0? Do they figure out what they lack at A1 and go super hard in training and try to come out exploding, you know, for this round? Like, where do you think they put their mindset with that gap happening? Dan, you've been around the guys at 83 and all that. Like, what's the mood? What are they thinking about and, and all that with this this week off? Yeah, I mean, m- most of the guys, I think, were ready to just go racing again. So it, it wasn't ideal. But there, there are the few guys like Christian Craig or, or Malcolm that had some injuries and, and got banged up. So I think for guys like that, it, it was it was a benefit, right? So I think Craig got to heal a little bit. But for a guy like Jed or, or RJ, RJ was like, let's go racing, I think. You know, like, hey, you know, I was close to Jed. I want a heat race. So I think, you know, there's two sides of it. You know, the guys that needed the break, it benefited. But – the guys that had a good weekend, they were ready to go race again. So I don't think it's really – I don't think it plays with their mind too much. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Uh, Dan Truman on the line from uh, Get and Athena. And, again, if you want a discount from Get or Athena, uh, email us using the contact form on pulpamex.com. I've passed a few on to Dan. Dan, a lot of two-stroke ECU. 
guys that want to deal on two-stroke ECUs, a lot of that? Yeah, so the 2023 KTM is, is fuel-injected, and um, I probably get need three some help? five calls a day. <laughs> uh, just, you know, I think they got the bike out early, and I think it needs a little mapping issues. Uh, we'll have the ECU available in March. Um, all the mapping and stuff takes a little bit of time on all this, and then the components, it's an all-new ECU. So come March, we'll have those available for the 125, the 250, and 300. I think it'll probably become the number one selling ECU. So yeah. it's awesome, though. Yeah, yeah, we make everything from two-strokes, four-strokes, TPIs, pretty much everything, even ATV stuff. So It looks like, too, a few people have been emailing with requests for the uh, the Honda, the dual sport Honda thing. Yeah, yeah. Yep. the Honda 450RL has, has really taken off on the dual sport side. Mm-hmm. Um Pocatello Power Sports, Takamoto, the guys out west, they do a ton of them just because dual sport stuff. So it's right. cool. Uh, you touched on Malcolm. He led some laps, one of four guys to lead laps at Anaheim 1, which is which made it really cool and made for a really great race. Um, I kind of – my preseason stuff, whether it was the Race Rex show or Pulp Show or whatever, I kind of put Craig ahead of Malcolm. And I know we got third in the series last year, and that's great. Um, I just – for whatever reason, I'm a bit higher on Craig. And we didn't see the true Christian Craig, let's face it, with the crash. But maybe I need to reevaluate that Craig will finish ahead of Mookie uh, in the standings, Dan. Maybe I need to think that over because Malcolm was good. Yeah, Malcolm was really good, but I'm with you. We didn't see Christian Craig. And from everything I know, and it's, again, this is Christian Craig is probably one of the best practicers, him and Martin Davalos, to ever in our sport. So in training, Craig has been the best guy. All all boot camp, every time they ride, overall the best guy. That's kind of what I heard. Yeah, I heard he was flying. Yeah, yeah, and I think that he had some confidence coming in. He had that big crash early on in the day. So I don't disagree with you. I don't think we can go off one race. Malcolm was impressive, but I think I expected Malcolm to be up there. I just think Craig is also a – again, I I know I put a bunch of guys there, but he's just outside that tier one guy, Craig and, and Malcolm. So – Right, um, and then so we always talk about all these winners, and generally it's four or five, and so now we've got one, Tomac. What's the other four? For me, it's Anderson, Sexton, and then the one that you throw in there, whether it's Webb or something like that. I still don't see – I mean, Malcolm could get one, of yeah, course, yeah. but things always seem to happen, right? Um, I just think that those champions, Coop – Jason, Chase, and Eli, they're just so good, and they know how to manage those long races. And uh, I think they win the race, all the races. Yeah, there's always, you know, a Baggett or a Marv or whatever. There's that one, yep. right? Yep. But yeah, you're right. Marsha, you know, things yeah. like that. But, yeah, I mean, we get to four or five, but I just, you know, there's so many guys that, of course, they can all go fast. They can all win. But at the end of the day, when it's 20 minutes, I think that there's really just those those past champions right uh real big blow to the pc guys we talked about mumphy filling in and it was because of forkner's crash what's forkner's future here i heard from somebody that he was if everything went okay and it didn't have to go great just okay he was going to ride a 450 this summer um that's what i had heard now this throws into doubt he needs surgery all of that stuff out for supercross what's his future like like he this is obviously starting to become a little bit of worrisome I had heard he was 450 for sure outdoors. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I mean, that's what I was under the impression. He was, he was riding west the same reason Jet was, so when they get the break, they could get on a 450 and, and get some get some training in. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a bummer. I think he had a really good off season. I talked to Mitch a little bit. There was talk of him coming to Florida. Even, you know, they had talked to Michael Byrne a little bit. Mm-hmm. I had heard that maybe they talked to Villeman a little bit. Um, 
I think that him staying in California this year and he had a good off season. He was the fastest PC guy. It was just a bummer. You know, in hindsight, it looks like he could have maybe, maybe avoided that. But I don't know, man. It's the yeah. hard. It's, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. I don't want to say he could have avoided it at all. I don't know what his future is. I mean, I don't know his contract. I've heard he has a guaranteed 450 deal at Cowie, but who knows how these things are written, um, especially with series is changing and stuff. It's almost like one of those things where change would be good, right? Like maybe for yeah. even Adam. Adam, we've mentioned this too. He's been at one place for so long, and we've seen what happened with Anderson. Anderson was with Bobby Hewitt and the team for so long, and he did win a title, and it was great. But he seen he went to Cowie, who's a great team, and he won like nine or ten races combined last year. So maybe somebody like Star or something takes a chance on Austin and says, "Hey, like let's." Let's make a change. I don't know that, but mm-hmm. I think it would be good for him. And nothing against Pro Circuit or any of that. I just think maybe Austin needs a change. I think so. uh, I think Renard got a little miffed at me because I was saying that last year. I said just just switch up your program. Get away from Robbie. Get away from Oklahoma. You know what I mean? I know it's all comfy and familiar, but just shock your system and get a new trainer, coach, all of yeah, it. Yeah, it's not, you know? nothing against Robbie. Right. I mean, I, and I go to this with other people. I don't think Brock Tickle is the best trainer in the world by no means. But Brock Tickle works good with Jason Anderson, mm-hmm. right? So they work good together, and he helps Jason win races. He needs to find what's going to help him go to that next level, right? I mean, the Austin that we've seen a few years back when he almost won two Supercross championships, he won you know, all but two races the one year, I think. It just We haven't seen that again. I just, yeah, I just... I think the the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, um, and that's what he's been doing. So, yeah, I'm kind of with you in that boat. I I think he should stay in 250s until he doesn't have to, until he conquers this, but I I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe just move up. Just it ain't gonna happen, right? Like it's. I, I don't know. Yeah, but move up and do what though? Uh, like yeah, four fifty classes. No joke. No, nope. no, nope. you you're know? right. And I mean, you have to get through a series, and it again not always his fault. I mean, Jet last year, Jet was one. You know, one hundred percent Jet's fault taking. You know, running into him and things like that. But still, the injuries still happen. He still has to finish a series. This gets me onto a larger question that we may not have enough time here on the Moto sixty show to get to because we're coming up with JT. But, like, some guys hit the ground and get hurt all the time. Some guys hit the ground and get up all the time, Carmichael or or whoever. Like, what is it about people that just get hurt every time they hit the ground and others don't? Like, I think there's just some sort of basic human physiology there. And you're just that type of guy. And it's not a character weakness or anything. It's just that's who you are. And, And other guys... They can have these wicked crashes and bounce up. Like, another, like I said, another question for another day maybe, but Jesus. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely some – I mean, it gets brought up. And I do know some athletes do certain things uh, for when they do crash that maybe their body does recover easier than others. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you could flick Travis Ostrana in the head and he's probably going to get a concussion too, you know, mm-hmm. So or, or Justin Bogle for that instance or, or some guys that have – have had these head injuries and things like that. Unfortunately for Forkner, I mean, I've seen people crash like that before and obviously get up, right? LCQs, heat races. It's just, he said as soon as he dabbed his leg, he said he felt it. You know, you could see it flopping when he was flipping. But, I mean, yeah, I agree with you. I I don't think there's an answer. Obviously some people are built different than others or maybe some some ways they train or, yeah, I don't know. Right. It's just weird, right? Like, some guys just – I mean, you and I have seen Carmichael absolutely die out there and then just bounce up and be ready for the next practice session. 
I mean, I've seen Hardy Munoz. We don't even <laughs> got to talk Ricky Carmichael. I've seen, I've seen guys that are just like normal guys that are like, oh my God, that guy's dead, and then he's yeah, fine. yeah. Like, I don't, you know yeah, I, mean? I don't know how what. Like I said, it's just some. I think it just comes down to some sort of physiology of your human body, or whatever that is, just gets hurt. And and hockey players and football players the same way, right? Like just athletes. Like some athletes never get hurt, and they're playing the exact same game as other guys that can't stay healthy. Same yeah. position, same game, everything. And they always get hurt. I don't know. I mean, D- D- Dungey was a guy, right? He was just solid, right? Yeah. The guy, the guy. I think he broke his collarbone one time. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he did do the neck in, but yeah, I, I get it. For yeah, sure, that right? was like his last race ever. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, hey, by the way, Plum Creek Funding, if you're looking to purchase a home in 2023, first-time buyer, investor, vacation home, Plum Creek Funding has programs to suit your needs. You already own a home if you want to pull some cash out. Contact a professional with over 25 years of experience. Now they can do 12 different states as well. Zach Morris is your guy, 720-212-4685. Zach at PlumCreekFunding.com. So if you uh, want a mortgage like uh, JT, or I've used Zach, Dan, I mean, I know you've got a lot of houses going on down there in Florida. So, um, you know, you can check out Zach if you want. Uh, All right. Uh, Corey's on one. Corey's got a Forkner question. What's up, Corey? How are you, man? Good. So when Forkner crashed at one, I was watching the race with some buddies, and a topic came up of, you know, this is before his injuries were announced that he was out for the season. We were wondering if his injuries were less severe, could he have restarted on the East Coast? Or once you start West, are you stuck with West regardless? Once you start the night happens? once you start the night show. So if okay. you, you can practice, so if you get hurt in practice, you can switch coasts, right, Dan? Do I have yeah. that right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, if you get hurt in the night show, though, that's it. You're committed. So, like, Nichols last year got hurt in the first heat, and that was it, you know? All right. Yep. So, there you go. Bummer. Yep. All right. Thanks for coming. All right. Man. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Yep. Still looking to give- perfect, perfect example is uh, Pierce Brown crashed first lap of the first heat or whatever. Yeah. 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 And he's back this weekend, by the way. Uh, not at 100%, but he's back this weekend. So. All right, Dan, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Get an Athena on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show, and um, we'll talk to you in a little bit. We're doing, we're, we're doing a fantasy show in about an hour and a bit, so we'll talk again, Dan. Thanks, man. Perfect. Thanks, guys. All right, see you. That's Dan Truman, everybody. Right on to the next uh, guest here, JT. What's happening? Uh, giving away some boots. Good, that, good work. Wow. Nice job. I don't know that I did so much great work, but hey, well, you, you, uh, you decide that. People trying these things. You decide that, and look, blo- I did, I did, but B- Blos you know, won I'm, a championship a, in these things. You know, just a representative of the company. That's not like they were my boots or anything. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, what's the weather looking like, sir, this weekend? It should be good. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's not going to be all that warm. You know, the, I think the high's like sixty-one or something. Mm-hmm. But all I care about is that the sun will be shining. New dirt, new new base, new pad put down, new dirt brought in. So, yep. you know, should be okay from what I hear from that end of things. Yeah, I think we're going to be fine. Yeah. Uh, I thought we would have been okay before. We could have had something that possibly resembled a one. But anytime you give a track four full days of sun in a, you know, controlled environment like that, it's, it's going to be hard to have a real messy, you know, race at, at that point. Yep. Uh, new stadium, football stadium, football or baseball, uh, you've always liked the football ones better. I do. As a racer, as a fan, I don't really care. Right. But as a racer, um, you get longer rhythm sections. You get more 180-degree turns that help passing. Um, just in the, in the baseball stadiums, you get so many 90s, and you, it's just follow the leader, right? If, if you're good at protecting the inside, it's really hard to do a lot. 
And I guess I should I guess I should uh, expand that because as a fan, I don't think you get a lot of passing, and the start is so much more critical on a baseball diamond to me than the than the football stadiums. Okay. Um, this one looks like a little more cozier than a traditional, you know, NFL stadium that we go to. It's yeah. yeah it's got a little bit of a soccer feel to it. Um, they were kind of discussing that on the uh, on the call this week and leading up to the event. Um, but I think it's going to be fine. You know, like is it going to be as big as Glendale? No, but yeah. you know, I, I think it's it's big enough to where it's going to feed. You know, we're going to have that fifty second lap time or, or higher. I just want to see good dirt and a, yeah, and a fifty second lap time. I'm I'm dialed. That's great. You know. Yeah, um, I think we're going to get all that. Well, it's round three this weekend. I don't know if you heard, but it's round three. <laughs> I did. I did. There's so much uproar about this. I didn't know it was such a big deal. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Just ridiculous. Like, I, I, I don't. I don't. Maybe I have like more problems because I was just like, ah, whatever. I yeah. don't care. You call it round fourteen if you want. I. It doesn't okay, matter. Right. In my world, it doesn't really matter. Okay. All right. So yeah, you you, you don't have an opinion. You're like whatever. I don't. I mean, okay. okay, if you're Travis Marks and you have to change code and do all these things that. Yeah, I, I get it. But for me, like, what do I care? Call whatever you want. Okay. All you right. Call it around Neptune if you want. I don't care. All right, round Neptune, everybody, this week in a Snapdragon yeah, Stadium. So call it round Snapdragon. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is Snapdragon? Do we know? I think it's a sponsor. Yeah, I, I know. know no, it's a sponsor. Yeah, yeah, okay. I know that. But I, I, Yeah, I don't know what that is. Okay. I don't know. It's probably some shell company for something that doesn't exist. Google Google Snapdragon. I'm pretty sure that it's a processor that uh, it's like a brand name that Qualcomm is used to know <laughs> a processor. It's, yeah, it's a brand name. What? I'll Google it and I'll let you know. But I'm right. Is it like a, is it a, a Qualcomm product? Yeah. Yes. Like yes. I, that's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Okay. okay. Let us know. All right. So it'd be like Windows. It's Windows Stadium right. for from Microsoft. Yes. Windows Explorer. Right. Windows, right. Windows XP like that. Okay, uh, we got a, 95. That was a that was a fan favorite. Windows uh, 95. All right, let's go. Uh, I like Windows Windows XP. I had that all the time. Uh, all right, Justin's on three. You got a pulp fantasy question, Justin? I sure do. Uh, I was wondering the chanceability that there is a most improved player, uh, being that I only beat 140 45 people according to Marks last week with my score of. I think sixty-two. Oh, are you? You're the 65. guy who you're the guy who tried and got sixty-two, dude. Yes, I've signed up multiple years. Try to support Marks, the, the pulp effort. And thank you for that. This year, way. I was like, this is the year I take it serious. Mm-hmm. I watched Roto's thing, listened to the pulp fantasy cast before a one. Picked my team early. Watched practice. Changed my team. I did not have a two fifty rider that got a point. So what did you do? Like yeah. we we need more info. Like how? Like it's hard for me to think you did all this homework and then you just did. You are you the most <laughs> unlucky person alive, or well, what? I'm what happened? Guessing Pierce Brown was your all star. Okay, Pierce Brown. Yes. Okay. So that that went down That's fast. That's just bad luck. Uh, my. I, but then I thought for a minute maybe I picked guys that weren't even racing that day. But I went back and they did. They just didn't qualify. Um. Who went down in the LCQ was leading it, and then went down, and then got master pool. Make the main master, master pool. Master pool. Okay, okay so yeah, I, and then a little bit of bad luck. My four fifties. I thought, okay, Marvin Moose can. It's gonna be a little wet. He, it's gonna be technical. He's gonna do something. And then I don't have Twitter, so I didn't find out that like Christian Craig wasn't feeling good, uh, or it went down, or whatever his problem was. Um, who else did I have? 
Okay. Well, um, we just got anyway. A, we just yeah, got a, we just yeah, got a, we just horrible got a, luck. We just got a text. You had uh, yeah. See, I, okay, Justin. <laughs> like, look, Justin. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't do everything you could. You didn't do everything you could because you picked Pierce Brown. Okay, understandable. That's not, that's not on you. No, nope. that's not on you, Pierce Brown. Yeah. Master Pool would have been your reach, and you know that would have been your reach, and that's understandable. But okay. Okay. But then you went Harrison and Politelli. So your team, you had three guys that were borderline main event guys and an all-star. Like, that's not doing your homework. I'm sorry. Well, I, maybe I didn't understand it, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's okay. I'm going to try again. It's risky. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's, it's very it's risky. risky. team. Yeah, yep. that, that that is. Well, it is, but yeah. I was going. I was shooting for the for the fences, right? Right. For but, the fences. And that's that's fine. That's so, a way to approach. But it, a sixty-two. But it's not shocking that you got 62 when you're going that risky. Yeah. It's really not. Okay. Yeah. All right. You, All right. Um, I went too far. Well, I, yeah, you went too far, man. You got to pull it back. Don't go, <laughs> yeah. don't go full risk. Right. Uh, well, I'm trying to calibrate, trying to calibrate this head of mine. And, so. and the bad part, Justin, and not, you know, you have a long way to go, so it maybe doesn't matter, but uh, Pierce Brown is racing this weekend and we'll have probably a 70% pick trend or 30%. Like, however many people picked him at A1, it'll be the opposite for this weekend uh, because he's back yeah. and he's a non-all-star, and so most people will pick him. Um, but anyways, do you want to set 100% goggles for the 62? I might as well. Hopefully it will help my vision. Yeah, yeah, you need some new vision, and 100% can help you with that. That's for sure. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate Thanks for playing. Stay on hold. Yep. All right. Yep. Well, Justin wins 100%. You just can't say that you did your work and you listened to Roto and you listened to Fanny's Pod and you did your work and then you come in with that team. You can't say no. that. Well, you can, but you have to also <laughs> say, man, I, I really went for it. Like, you have to know that. Yeah, he, seemed, he didn't seem to understand what happened. But this right, is, right. He was like, how did, how did, where did I go wrong? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So, so you could pick that team, but you have to know why you went wrong. Yes. yes. Like he, Dan would do something like that, but he would also be like, I, I'm, going, I'm shooting for defense, right? Yeah. Like I'm trying to hit a home run, yeah. and it yeah. doesn't go that way. Right, though. right. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, all right, Fly Race and Moto 60 show here. Uh, thanks to the folks at 100%, by the way, for giving us those goggles. That's great. Great to do those guys. They're also on board with the fantasy. that We give away goggles every single week. As a San Diego-based company, we're going to San Diego. 100% brand has been synonymous with American motocross since the sport in the 1980s. They've got been part of many iconic moments as well. Uh, ride 100%.com, 100%.com uh, for more information. Downhill mountain bike, BMX, MotoGP, MLB, snowboarding, skiing, and, of course, Moto. Uh, 100% is a generation of racers all asking the original tagline, how much effort do you give? Thank you to those guys. Uh, uh, also, uh, hmm? also now distributed by WPS. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Yep. Right, okay. Decal that's, that's fairly fairly new news. Decal Works, Plum Creek Funding, Vertex Pistons as well. Get Fly Race and Moto 60 Show. Got a few more questions here before we uh, wrap this thing up. Uh, yeah, so Snapdragon, we got the answer for that. Thank you, Tits. Uh, Snapdragon is a series of products made by Qualcomm, processors, modems, and chipsets. Yeah. Right. Snapdragon. Who knew? Here we go. Uh, JT, who's – I think Craig is one of the big benefactors of a week off, right, because of that bad crash yep. he had. Uh, anybody else come to mind? Jason Anderson. Okay. Um, I, you know, he had that broken nose. And, and I think for a lot of these guys, you know, the Christian Craig, the Jason Anderson, um, I, would, I would have said Marvin, but, you know, whatever he's dealing with now. Anybody basically that had a bad A1, I would – suggest and i would think they're smart enough to do this you just approach it like san diego's the, the opening round right a1 didn't happen forget about oakland 
and you've had time to kind of forget and let that race just kind of go away. And, okay, yeah, maybe you're down a few more points than you'd like to be, but I, I really think you just go full reset and pretend that this is the opener because both for Christian Craig and Jason Anderson, before they crashed, they both looked awesome. Like, they looked really, really good in the untimed session of the morning. So I think they just go in with that attitude again and then just pretend that A1 didn't occur and go in with that same I'm going to win the race type feel. Um, because I think when they crashed in the first time qualifying session, their day completely changes, right? Their approach to it, they go into like this survival mode of like, I just got to get some points. I'm not feeling good. You know, instead of that, I'm here to win type mindset, that all changes when they have that big crash. So I think they can kind of get back to that and start the season how they wanted to. That brings me to my next guy I was going to ask you about, and I think he's the same as what you just said as Styles Robertson. Like, he had a big one, I think first-timed, and mm-hmm. kind of was off all day. Really good starter. Start hook, un- our start hook came off uh, on the line or, or down the straight or whatever. Um, or didn't – no, it came off early, yeah. Start hook came off early. So he didn't really do what he could. He got ninth. I think yeah. Styles can be a podium guy. I think he can – but I don't know if I'm ready to say that he was so ready to do this and then he just got derailed. I don't know. I, I'm more of like I need to see it from Styles, and if he comes out and has a Daytona-type performance, then sure, I, I'm, I'm willing to move fast on my assessment of him, but I, I kind of want to see it first. There, there have only been a few instances in Supercross where he's really impressed me, and more times than not, I'm just kind of like shrugging my shoulders. You know, mm-hmm. it's not terrible but I'm not putting him on the same level as RJ or McAdoo or Jet quite yet either. Really crazy that he's only made two podiums and they're both at Daytona. That's an odd and, Yeah, and, yeah. and I think that, that's why I have the feeling I do. It's not awful. It hasn't been a, a complete disaster, but I'm also not like putting him in any, any series contention or like when the main event drops, I'm like, okay, where's Styles? He's going to be a player here. Like I'm just yeah. not there yet. Yeah, 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 probably, right? Um I, I like that bike though, and the team. Like I like that move yeah, for him. For sure. You know, I'm kind Absolutely. of kind of on board with that. I mean, we all expected more at a one. You know, the ninth. If you if he had gotten fifth, I'd be like, okay, that's a good start. We'll see where it goes from here. But yeah, I think everybody expected better than ninth. Right, and I think you're being too hard on Kitchen, but we'll see. I, I'm really not trying to be hard on Kitchen. I expect more from him. Right, so seventh isn't horrible, but I think he's very much capable of being. Three, four, five. Like, that's where I have him most weekends, right? You can't tell me that he's not good enough to race with Boland and Freckle. I just don't buy that. So yeah, that's where I expect him to be. No, he is. He had a terrible start. So, uh, all right, we got a phone call from Dylan about Pierce Brown. Dylan, what's up? What's your question, man? So, my question regarding Pierce Brown is do regarding fantasy, do we hold off on him and take him in A2 where it's a triple crown and a little bit shorter races? Mm, what do you think, JT? I would say no because there's a chance – like, he, he can be a 3-4-5 guy, right? And, and this is for Styles. I missed what he said at the beginning. No, for Pierce Brown. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Pierce has a fitness situation. I, I, I'm, I'm good with him. If he stays off the ground, it's, can you tell me which race he's not going to crash No, I at? think Dylan means pick him for triple crown because he has less – shorter races mean – better chances of staying off the ground, Dylan? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that, that, that's my thought. I just feel like he does better in uh, heat races and whatnot than he does compared right. to a main event. Right, right. So, yeah. Maybe. maybe. 
I, I don't know, man. Honestly, to me, it's just a pick of the job whether it crashes or not. That's, to me, been the, the only thing holding him back from being a consistent mm-hmm. top three to top five guy. So yeah, I, I think could, uh, if you don't pick him this weekend, and let's face it, he, you know, he may not be 100%, but he could get a third this weekend or a fourth. That's 19 points. Probably not, but I'm just thinking that, that could get him into being an all-star. But no, maybe not. Now that I look at the points, I think I'm I think I'm picking him no matter what, it, it, unless he crashes or, or looks yeah. off. You know, air quotes around off. Yeah, I'm picking him because you have Forkner out now. I think he's better than Freckle, and I don't know what to make of Volan yet. Like Volan was much better than I kind of anticipated, but to me, Pierce Brown in that class is a top five guy, and I, and I know I'm putting a lot of guys in the top five, but I think he's there. Like he's taken dramatic steps forward. You know, especially last year. So, if if I have a chance to pick him and get double points out of him, I think you kind of have to. Yeah, I'm kind of with you too. I was thinking if he did really well, he'd, uh, he'd be an all star for next Triple Crown. But uh, no, no, I don't think he will be. But anyways, yeah, yeah. I can't see him get getting top eight points and being an all star. No. So that's why I was thinking. Well, if he doesn't right. get to the all star, his handicap could really only go up. So that's why I was thinking A2 yeah. might be better. Yeah, I think I'm picking him but, unless, like, for reasons what JT just said, I think I'm in on Pierce Brown. I was one of the guys that didn't get bit by him. But so. think about this. What, what I would counter that with is, remember, at the Triple Crown, you're going to know who's in the main event. So why would you not yeah. go privateers instead of a guy like Pierce Brown, even if he was? You know, you have to factor those guys in. Like, you're removing yeah. a lot of the risk from the Politellis and all those guys. So yeah, you may not even true. want him at that point. But we are changing. We are lowering handicaps for triple crowns this year. So you know. Okay. So okay. Cool. I mean, there'll right still on. be there'll still be value. Like there's still gonna be value. Don't get me wrong. We're not gonna put Jerry at you know a nine or an eight or whatever. Well, actually, Jerry made the main. So that that's a bad example. But a uh, a guy that didn't make the main, he, it's not gonna right. be ridiculously low. But it's not gonna be quite as much value in his obvious picks. Got it. So, cool. Right on. Right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. I still, yeah, I still think I'm going with with Pierce Brown this weekend. Oh, I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Unless something happens to him, I think because, like I was kind of alluding to, you have the triple crown effect where you're you know who's in and who's out, and then also what if you, okay, I'm going to risk it, and what if he gets like second this weekend, and then you know the points shake out and he's not an all star anymore, or he is an all star. You're like, man, I just screwed myself twice. So yeah. I I don't see why. I don't see how he's going to be a higher pick unless he crashes out of the main event again at the third or at the I guess fourth round than he would be at the third round. No, at the third round, stop it, <laughs> stop it. Hey, I'm a company man. Yeah, I'm a company man. Oh, I know that. that says this is yep. round three. Yep, this is round three. Sellout is still going, everybody. In case you're wondering, um, self-admitted. Uh, okay, so and Enzo Lopes was the fastest rider in the first time session at Anaheim one. He was uh, real fast at Salt Lake last year before he crashed and had a bike issue. This weekend, he went and got up, got sixth from coming from the back. Like, yeah, Enzo can make a podium. He really can, I believe. I think he can. Um, I, I think it's going to be need to be the right situation. But, uh, I mean, he's showing, you know, incredible speed and, and a lot of improvement, which is probably the most important thing. And then the rest of it, you just have to put yourself in a good situation and let the kind of chips fall where they may. Um, you know, in, in racing, it's funny if you are riding really well and you week after week put yourself at the front at the beginning, ask Vince Freezy how that ends up, right? Like you find yourself there at the end. So to me, it's just keep doing what you're doing. Don't worry about, hey, am I going to get a podium or not? Yep. 
just put yourself there and, and see how it shakes out. And a lot of times you're going to be excited about how that turns out. Yeah, 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 you're probably probably right there. All right, uh, before we let you go, JT, call the winners out. I think Jason Anderson bounces back. Um, it's really hard for me to pick against Tomac, but uh, I think Jason Anderson's going to give us going to remind us what he's capable of this weekend. Um, I want to pick Chase Sexton, but um, I just think Anderson's due. Uh, I, I think that was kind of a, a little bit of a misnomer, what we saw day one. I think he's a lot better than that. Um, and then for the 250s, I'm just going to pick Jet until I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to keep picking Jet. Yeah, you, you can't go wrong with that for sure. All right, man. Uh, thanks for joining us. We'll see you this weekend. Fly Race and Pit Show, uh, 5 o'clock, or do we know? Is, do we, is, uh, yeah, it's going to be there. So there's this monster party that goes on, and we're kind of working around that because their music is the loudest music I've literally ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it could be a couple minutes after that, but it'll be around 5, 5.15. Around the uh, Fly Race and Truck, myself, yep. JT, Weege, and some special guests uh, this weekend. So please check it out. All right, man. Thanks for calling in. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Appreciate it. Before we go, I want to let you know about Vertex. They provide the highest quality aftermarket replacement and performance kits for the power sports industry. Complete engine kits, piston kits, gasket kits, and more. And uh, manufactured in Italy, the cast and forged pistons are the premier choices for power and performance. Vertex is uh, an industry leader for dirt bikes, ATV, UTV, snowmobiles, and personal watercrafts as well. Thanks to Dan Truman and thanks to Jason Thomas for coming on the uh, Fly Race and Moto 60 show. Tits, great job. Yeah, buddy. Start that outro anytime. Oh, I was kind of doing. Did you that. wave me? Yeah, Sorry, well, I was. my I was apologies. That. Wow, second show in on the year and already not paying attention. Might yeah. be a record. You can buy B. <laughs> what? Uh, it might be. Yeah. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for uh, listening to the Fly Race and Motor Sixty Show here each and every Thursday of the races. We'll be back for round three next weekend. Thanks for listening. <laughs>